the final day of the month. Examine yourselves, and only then eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For all who eat and drink without discerning the body eat and drink judgment against themselves. 1 Corinthians 11, verses 28 through 29. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalm 139, verses 23 through 24. Today we engage in end-of-the-month self-evaluation. The passage from 1 Corinthians quoted above has often been misunderstood as a warning against receiving Holy Communion. Paul does this statement after criticizing the Corinthians' practice at the common meal. But his concern is that their malpractice reflected a failure to understand what it is to be a community of faith in which each one cares for and about all the others. Their selfishness while at table created a situation in which the poor, who arrived late after a hard day of work, found that all of the food at the evening meal had already been eaten by the affluent. Paul asserted that this betrayed the fact that the congregation at Corinth did not discern what it means to be the body of Christ. Therefore, profound self-examination was in order. Our communion practices are quite different, but the need for periodic self-evaluation is no less necessary in other areas of our lives. The final day of the month provides a convenient schedule for such examination, found in today's order below. This day can be an occasion for fasting or abstinence for those who have no illnesses that forbids such practices. Fasting may mean foregoing food and drink, except for water and perhaps juices, for part of a day or an entire day. Abstinence may mean being a vegetarian for a day, if ordinarily you are not. Such practices are ways of indicating to God our seriousness about self-discipline. In addition, fasting reveals how much time and attention we normally give to food. The time not used for these activities today can be devoted to prayer and to the kind of extended self-examination suggested below. Finally, fasting enables us to identify with those who are perpetually hungry. Many Christians contribute to the poor the money saved when not eating. Because Sunday perpetually commemorates the resurrection of the Lord, the church is taught that the Lord's Day can never be a fasting day. When Sunday is the closing a day of the month, Saturday or Monday may be used as a fast day instead. It has also been the custom to exclude fasting throughout the entire great 50 days, from Easter Day through the day of Pentecost. Those who cannot or prefer not to fast may find other ways to make this a distinctive day at the close of every month, such as by giving up watching television or social media, or maybe taking on a task, such as an extra time of Bible reading or or edifying literature. Because no form of self-examination can be devised that fits everyone, you will undoubtedly wish to evaluate yourself in areas not listed below. Therefore, follow this order. Uh, You're encouraged to write um, and reflect and meditate. Um, You'll also find the words uh, to the examination on our Facebook page. Opening prayer. Give me honesty and integrity, O Lord, that I may carefully probe both my actions and my motivations with a view to reforming those that are in need of remedy. Help me to put aside self-deception and defensiveness, and to acknowledge that I am indeed a sinner, yet one who knows the power of grace and covets the joy of transformation. Search me and know my heart, and lead me in the way everlasting, through Christ who died for our sins and rose for our justification. Amen.
Psalm 150. Hallelujah! Praise God in his holy house of worship. Praise him under the open skies. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise with a blast on the trumpet. Praise by strumming soft strings. Praise him with castanets and dance. Praise him with banjo and flute. Praise him with cymbals and a big bass drum. Praise him with fiddles and mandolin. Let everything breathing creature praise God. Hallelujah. Self-examination. In the month now ended, to what extent have I identified God's work in my life in making me more compassionate toward the needs of individuals, in giving me resolve to do what I can to remedy the deep ills of society, particularly all forms of abuse and exploitation that demean God's daughters and sons, in giving me greater spiritual discernment while at prayer, particularly in the study of the scriptures? Have I prayed earnestly for peace and given thanks for all who seek to bring it about? How have I worked toward it in my own community, in my own family? To what extent have I worked to preserve and protect the physical world around me by conserving its resources and refraining from those practices which upset its delicate balances of life? To what extent have I, during this past month, participated in the ministries of the congregation to which I belong, or of other religious groups within my community? How have I supported those in sorrow, pain, and confusion, and others who are distraught, those who have suffered from natural disasters? What support have I given to new members in the congregation, particularly to those who at their baptism I promised? together with the whole people of God in this place, to nurture and undergird with prayer? Am I more aware now than before of the extent of the church across the whole earth and of the many problems faced by fellow Christians? Have I been faithful in both the private and public worship of God? In the long range, looking beyond the month just ended, What growth do I see in my walk with God across the years? What threats to committed discipleship have I overcome? What threats still challenge me? What growth in grace do I wish to achieve in the future? Have I remembered to give thanks to God for all progress I see and to seek earnestly from God the power to follow more fully? Prayer for the Close of Self-Examination O God, mercifully forgive the wrong I have done and the good I have neglected to do. But let not your forgiveness be used by me as an excuse to continue in my old ways. Rather, let your kindness alter what I am and do. Restore in me the image of yourself with which you endowed me at creation. Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Christ, have mercy upon me, a penitent. Lord, have mercy upon me and make me whole. Amen. From the book of Numbers, chapter 20, verses 1 through 13. Then the sons of Israel, the whole congregation, came to the wilderness of Zin in the first month, and the people stayed at Kadesh. 
Now Miriam died there and was buried there. There is no water for the congregation. They assembled themselves against Moses and Aaron. The people thus contended with Moses and spoke, saying, If only we had perished when our brothers perished before the Lord. Why then have you brought the Lord's assembled into this wilderness for us and our beasts to die here? Why have you made us come up from Egypt to bring us into this wretched place? It is not a place of grain or figs or vines or pomegranates, nor is there water to drink. Then Moses and Aaron came in from the presence of the assembly to the doorway that tent of meeting and fell on their faces. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to them, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the rod, and you and your brother Aaron assemble the congregation and speak to the rock before their eyes, that it may yield its water. You shall thus bring forth water for them out of the rock, and let the congregation and their beasts drink. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord, just as he had commanded him, and Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly before the rock. And he said to them, Listen now, you rebels, shall we bring forth water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came forth abundantly, and the congregation and their priests drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you have not believed me to treat me as holy in the sight of the sons of Israel, Therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given you. Those were the waters of Meribah, because the sons of Israel contended with the Lord, and he proved himself holy among them. From the letter to the Romans, chapter 5, verses 12 to 21. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered into the world, and death through sin, And so death spread to all men, because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam until Moses, even over those who had not sinned in the likeness of the offense of Adam, who was a type of him who was to come. But the free gift is not like the transgression. For if by the transgression of the one the many died, much more did the grace of God and the gift of the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound to the many." The gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For on the one hand, the judgment arose from one transgression resulting in condemnation. But on the other hand, the free gift arose from many transgressions resulting in justification. For if by the transgression of the one death reigned through the one, much more than those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. So then, as through one transgression, there resulted condemnation to all men. Even so, through one act of righteousness, there resulted justification of life to all men. For as through the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, even so through the obedience of the one, the many will be made righteous. The law came in so that the transgression would increase, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So that, as sin reigned in death, even so, Grace would reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 20, verses 29 through 34. As they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him, and two blind men, sitting by the road, hearing that Jesus was passing by, cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. The crowd sternly told them to be quiet. But they cried out of the more, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus stopped and called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, we want our eyes to be open. 
move with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes, and immediately they regained their sight and followed him. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Friday's Prayer On this day, Lord Jesus, the flesh which you took upon yourself for us and for our salvation was hanged by us upon the cross. There you suffered all things and died that we might have life and have it in the abundance of your astounding grace. Blessed are you, Lord Jesus, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, throughout time and all eternity. Amen. A prayer for the lay leadership of the church. Blessed Jesus, head of the body, to all laity who give leadership to the church, grant faith and understanding, such that they may guide your people with a spirit of gentleness and with their eyes fixed upon your glory. Let them do nothing for personal gain or reputation, but everything to fulfill the mission you have set before us. This we ask for the sake of the world you love. Amen. A prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. 